0: In New Jersey cited a homeowner after they recently rented out their house for a pool party for an estimated eighty five children, raising the question how do you punish someone who's willing to have eighty five kids at their house? Oh boy, yeah. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, that's a big pool party.
1: Oof. A- that sounds like I mean, that's beyond ill advised. That's mental illness. Well,
0: you gotta have a very large place, apparently. Ah, uh, that would the, the energy. Eighty five. The energy in that would be amazing. Well, wouldn't the kids be packed
1: in like you know a school of uh, bass or in the bass school? I don't think they do. Um, I mean they they'd be packed in the pool, elbow to elbow.
0: I think when you're packing fish together, generally you go with sardines.
1: Well, yeah, I was picturing in the expression. wild, but yeah, that's a fine uh, metaphor,
0: no <laughs> doubt. Um, if you're if you're hungry as a, you're usually either uh, usually a horse. Yes. Uh, or a bear. Uh, hungry are our as a bear. horses
2: especially hungry? Mm. I thought it was I'm yeah, so I hungry, could I could a eat a horse. I could ah, eat a yeah. horse. Yeah. I'm yes. hungry
0: as a bear, and I could eat a horse. Right. There you go. But yes. I'm, we're packed in here like sardines. Right. Well, there you go. Um, and I know Joe has a correspondence from a teacher in a moment that will fit in with this from the Wall Street Journal editorial board. They've been hammering this now for a week or so. The school opening extortion. For most Americans, the coronavirus is a scourge, but teachers unions seem to think it's also an opportunity to squeeze more money from taxpayers and put their private and public charter school competition out of business. That's right. That's the only way to read the extraordinary effort by national and local union leaders to keep their members from returning to the classroom. Uh, As I said last hour, if Home Depot employees have to go to work because it's an essential business and grocery store workers have to go to work because it's an essential business. Why don't people in schools have to go to work, and why is that not an essential business?
1: You want to craft an opt out for the old, the uh, the especially vulnerable? Let's talk about
0: it. I actually have a question on the like if you if you say to your Home Depot boss, I'm not comfortable going to work. Everybody coming in there and breathing on me. Do you then quit then, or did they tell you you get to stay home, or what are the rules on that? Do you know? I do not know. I don't know. Can you tell us? Text line four one five two nine five kftc if you work at a grocery store and they said heck yeah we're open we're an essential business and you say i'm not comfortable with this do you have to quit and, well, and wh- you're
2: getting pretty good government benefits maybe more than you're making and so what- in some cases they'd but say he- all right fine i'm out but unemployment's usually not if you quit right, uh, the right, right. federal stuff right now does that apply to that i don't actually know that
0: and um regardless of what the answer is why isn't the same for teachers Oh, no, because they've got a union, that's why.
1: I, I don't think you'd be quitting. You'd be saying, you can't make me, and you'd have to fire them. But I would like you to you just say, I, I'm not going to work a shift until COVID is over because I'm afraid of dying. And, and then it's an interesting, uh, you know, uh, argument.
0: But the point remains, how do, you, how do you think it's okay for all those Home Depot, uh, Depot employees, all those grocery store people, to go to work, but teachers somehow are especially vulnerable to this? I don't quite get that. Now
1: well, I'm sure they'd make the argument that schools are petri dishes. You know, everybody trades diseases at schools, and and there would be lots of vid about, and it's a more enclosed, population-dense space. Well, they didn't, I'm not saying but, I agree with but them, but that's the argument. But
0: that, that argument didn't come up with... with a, Nobody's talking about grocery stores that are a certain number of square feet or anything like that. Right. Or the certain kind of clientele you have, how sick they are or whatever. It's just, it's an essential business that has to be open, period. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it not the same for schools? I don't understand. Anyway, back to the Wall Street Journal thing. Last week, because this is about to make you mad, Randy Weingarten... Oh, good. Leader of the powerful American Federation of Teachers declared support for safety strikes if local unions deem insufficient the steps their school districts are taking to mitigate COVID-19. That's as if when the schools finally open back up, the teachers think, no, you're not. And on Monday, an alliance of teachers unions and progressive groups sponsored what they called a national day of resistance around the country, listing their demands before returning to the classroom. Here are the demands before teachers will return to the classroom for these particular groups that got together. Support for our communities and families, including canceling rents and mortgages. A moratorium on evictions and foreclosures. Providing direct cash assistance.
1: Wait, 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 wait. These are the demands for the teachers to go back into the classroom? Right. Well, this is interesting.
0: Yeah. An alliance of teachers unions and progressive groups got together for this. Uh, Moratorium on new charter or voucher programs and standardized testing. How do you like that? (laughs) No more
1: voucher systems where you can take your kids out of the crappy schools. Our freedom-loving quote of the day this morning was from Thomas Sowell, who said, the single biggest impediment to black children getting a decent education are teachers' unions, period. And I I will stand by his words to my dying day.
0: Massive infusion of federal money to support the reopening funded by taxing billionaires and Wall Street. The phrase for this is political extortion, says the Wall Street Journal. Rather than work to open schools safely, the unions are issuing ultimatums and threatening strikes, and so they're granted their ideological wish list. Children, who would have to endure most lost instruction, are their hostages. These public unions are also lobbying their political allies to keep public charter and private schools closed. On Friday, the chief health officer for Maryland's Montgomery County, Travis Gales, ordered private schools to remain closed until October 1st. That is just... And and that's being fought in a lawsuit today, I believe. That's just freaking amazing that that can happen in the United States of America. That a private school with parents foot the bill themselves, the the county or state can step in and say, no, you're not. You're not going to teach kids. You're not going to do that. Right.
1: Absolutely yep. amazing. The governor has said that ain't happening, and he stepped in to overcome it. Um, we'll have to see where that
0: one ends. This order came in spite of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, saying that reopening schools with in-person instruction is a step toward improving public health, especially for low-income and minority children. The order was a slap to the many schools that are moving heaven and earth to reopen in the CDC guidelines, which is what was happening at the school my son will be attending. They were trying to move heaven and earth. In fact, they did, and they were ready to open when the state said, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. How about that trying to strong arm the situation, never let a crisis go to waste to get all that other crap that's got nothing to do with teaching your kid? Absolutely amazing.
1: It had not dawned on me until I saw the email that I'm about to share with you that the the COVID has prevented us from being fully immersed in school in the days of uh, BLM. Running schools... Uh, at the in the uh, under the instruction of the woke crowd, because that is you know peaked after the George Floyd thing and the the riots and the demonstrations and the rest of it. School's been out during that. Okay, we've seen its effect on sports. We were just talking about the poll that large numbers of sports fans are now less likely to watch politicized sports, and we're just talking about that. This all fits together. Listen to this, would you? It's a note from Al anonymous. I've been listening to the show for a long time. Thanks, Al. We appreciate it. My wife is a high school teacher, uh, and he he mentions vaguely where, but I'm going to leave that out. She had her first meeting with the other teachers and administrators for the upcoming school year. While some of the meeting was about COVID-related stuff, the majority of the meeting was about social justice issues. The kids have been active online. This is high school now. Several students who have refused to participate in BLM protests are getting bullied. It's become so severe that some parents have contacted the school because they're concerned about their child's safety and violence. Some of the students have been going on social media demanding that the school fire any teachers that are conservatives or Republicans. A group of black teenage girls have asked not to have any white teachers. Because they don't feel safe in class. Oh boy. God, that new just idiotic trend that it's it's taught mental illness. Taught and learned mental illness. Not safe in class. In response to this, the school is gonna conduct some town hall type meetings with teachers and students. All the teachers have to sit in on a meeting with black students and parents to hear all their grievances. Then a separate meeting with all the brown students. And then another one with the Asian students. The administration is still deciding on whether Indian and Pakistani students are Asian or brown. There aren't really enough of them for their own separate meeting. So they want to put them in one of the other groups. Uh, you know, I must depart from the text briefly. The Nazis would have great respect for your your desire your your fervor to separate people by race and ethnicity and put different patches on their jumpsuits, I salute progressive america you're finishing the job that the Nazis started moving along oh. Buh, 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 buh. I know a lot of students are depressed about having to miss another semester of school. I think it might be a good thing to not have the students meeting in person right now. Tensions are too high. I believe there would be violence in high schools and middle schools. Wow. As inconvenient as it is, well, I'd say it's inconvenient. It's a lot more than that. I believe we need this break to let things cool off in order to prevent mass ugliness when schools resume. Wow. That's a rough situation. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine the full-blown Portland-style social justice warrior insanity But among 10 to 18 year olds, they don't even have the good common sense of a 22 year old. Great
0: Scott. Um, And that's how the country came apart, Junior. We have a little update on Joe Biden's vice presidential pick, even though... Why did I say that? You you vowed not to engage in that. 54% of America says it would have zero effect on them. Who he chooses. I mean, that's amazing. The majority of people say it will have zero effect. Anyway, I've got a slight update on that. that raises a question. Um, and we've got a drug smuggling cat that has escaped from prison. This cat has already committed a crime before. This, com- this cat is a known criminal was in an escape from prison was it in a uh, like a cat
1: prison or a regular prison <laughs> i have many questions about this story armstrong and getty
2: <laughs>
1: the armstrong and getty show <laughs>
0: It's a regular prison, not a special cat prison, this cat. uh, Officials in a Sri Lanka prison captured a drug-smuggling cat Saturday, but the following day, the felonious feline had escaped. How do you plead? Meow. The cat had a plastic bag tied around its head that had almost two grams of heroin in it, two SIM cards, and a memory chip. It was detained in a holding room in a high-security prison, but somehow it got out. They've not offered any details, and they're on the, on the look for it. I, I, I don't think the cat is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not
1: an
2: expert in Sri Lankan policing, but I I think they got the wrong guy. <laughs> At least with cats, the you know we we sentence you to nine consecutive life sentences. It <laughs> yeah, finally makes exactly. sense. Right, there you exactly. go. Exactly makes sense. <laughs> there you go. Police
0: believe that same cartel has used eagles to smuggle drugs. Hmm. and is likely responsible for training the cat. They were hoping the animal would lead them to the drug-smuggling den, and then, you know, you reduce his his sentence. You explain (laughs) to the cat. Right, exactly. You lead us to your boss. and
2: You help me, I can help you. You can get four of those lives back.
0: (laughs) We let you have the wet food, not just the dry stuff.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Listen, we'll put you in a prison with a scratching post. (laughs) One of those, like, multi-level ones.
0: One of those things with, like, carpet on it. And the wet food.
1: <laughs> I I forgot during the last segment I was going to hammer that again. Make a sign, put it in your your yard, in your window, in the front window, of your business, in your car, whatever. Schools are essential. Schools are essential. Let's uh, let's get this going.
0: Huh? How did this? Yeah. Should have been on this earlier. I think it's because I and everybody else. Well, obviously schools will open up in the fall. We can't do this again. It was a disaster.
1: Right. Yeah, especially when the data became infinitely clear that children do not die from this disease. I mean, there was a big headline in one of the liberal media that a child did die. I can't remember where uh, of the COVID. This child had had a multi-organ transplant and had been struggling uh, the poor little fella uh, health-wise for his entire life. Um, That's the only sort of child that will be uh, impacted in all likelihood. Um, it's just, it's it's shocking. It's a failure of democracy. Uh, but, you know, every every single system mankind has come up with to govern themselves has gone sideways in one way or another, and we can't seem to do much better than this one. Oh, speaking of which, uh, there's a, about to be another failed state. A failed country, Lebanon, appears to be headed toward collapse. Complete collapse of the government, of law and order, of, of any semblance of, of a nationhood. Hmm. Which is... I don't know why I find this especially tragic. It's strange, but it's a beautiful place it's on the Mediterranean. It is as 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 beautiful as you know any other you know the south of France, Italy, uh, the, the or, uh, your uh, your Baltic states that are that are on the Mediterranean, it's just breathtakingly beautiful. And in the sixties, uh, well, most of the twentieth century, it was known as the was it the Paris of the Middle East or you get the idea. Uh, Beirut was this incredibly beautiful and busy metropolitan country with people from all over the earth living there doing business there partying there um, it's just a great city and then it was torn apart by uh, religious politics to a large extent and uh, various militias in the 70s and the, all the you know Beirut those of us who are old enough remember Beirut a number of Marines died there we you know had them over there trying to help keep order but um, the power is out. Up to 20 hours a day, mountains of trash spilling into the streets, long lines at gas stations, prominent government officials. The country's foreign minister resigned, warning that a lack of vision and will to implement structural reforms risk turning the country into a failed state.
0: Man, God help you if you ever live somewhere like that. Um, uh, Somebody will be in charge. Somebody is always in charge. It's just whoever's uh, the toughest toughest group that will uh, take charge. And they'll start picking up the trash and everything like that to get the support of the people. But it probably will not be a uh, open-minded, kind, democratic government. I doubt it.
1: And it's uh, worth mentioning, and this may sound familiar to you, in the Middle East, your politics is bound up in your ethnicity or your religious sect. And everybody of, say, a certain skin tone is expected to vote the same way. And your identity becomes your politics, and your politics becomes your identity. In Lebanon, Eighteen religious sects, weak central government, powerful neighbors. Um, it had a 15-year civil war, the malicious sectarian fighting, political assassinations, and the rest of it. And uh, if if Lebanon melts down, um, it's uh, it could get uh, pretty ugly in the Middle East again. It, it's funny, with the vid thing, everybody's so fixated on that, it's like the rest of the world has stopped. Uh, the rest of the world
0: has not stopped. Turns out it hasn't. No, no um i'm a hairstylist and i have my clients come to my house i think i'm going to keep doing it until i don't have to uh wear a mask anymore um we'll have more of these businesses that are doing underground work coming up in a moment we've got heard from a bunch of people that are doing the black market thing yeah it's exciting well, I, I want to
1: keep it a little bit vague oh yeah because you know they're sharing it with us not so we can help them get busted by gavin Mussolini or their uh, local authorities, no matter where they live. Uh, but, yeah, there are plenty of people finding a way to do business because they have to. Because their living is essential to them. You hear that, politicians? Does that make sense to you? Has that penetrated your skull? Armstrong and
0: Getty. One texter wants us to bring back, bring back the phrase "Are you dry shaving me?" Which is something uh, apparently Joe used to say regularly. And I they,
1: did indeed. I yes. made them
0: laugh every time they heard it. I Hard. found
1: it very amusing. Are myself.
0: you dry shaving me? <laughs> Why is the whole Ellen thing getting so much attention? It's, a, I, it, it keeps popping up everywhere I go for news.
1: It, it's an, uh, uh, it's a uh, fight. There's a bad guy allegedly, and it's a work. diversion well, from right. the COVID
0: quit if you don't like it Uh, is that a big story
1: yeah please um we got a couple of things i want to promote at the website because they're so good and and i i guess this will be up in a few minutes but uh, alert listener sent us this video a guy made of the beginning and then growth of a bum and junkie camp in austin texas oh interesting which is just horrific The inevitable results of Austin's progressive view of these poor homeless people, these poor addicted victims of the patrician society or whatever their their argument is, the just horrors of the bum camp. It's really, really good. Um, And what was the other thing at the website? I can't even remember. Well, let's say, go to
0: com. A lot of good clicks. Probably got a monkey giving a cat a bath or something. Probably. Yep, yep, yep. We got to
1: post the uh, the swimmer with the cup of milk on her head. It's amazing.
0: I haven't seen that. Swims
2: the length of a pool, balancing a cup of milk on her head.
0: Oh, to be able to do that. It's incredible. Fine. It's
2: we, a beautiful dream. We don't appreciate the amount of body control top-tier athletes actually have. I'll start I th- appreciating that. I think I do. It. I think I do appreciate Yeah, because it. you've seen the video with the balancing milk. That's a good point.
0: I got this text. Education... <laughs> Education is the top-line item in the California state budget. If schools are not essential, then why do we spend more tax dollars in California on education than any other thing? Well said, my friend. That's a pretty decent argument right there. Yep. yep. It, and I'm it, sure that's true of every state in the union. Yeah, yeah. Education is the number
2: one thing you spend tax money on, but it's not essential. Okay. My skeptic hat would be because it is a cost. It is not a money generator, right? I, I think the government... Understands that we actually need these sale taxes to pay our salaries and do these other things, and not fix the roads. And um, so I, I feel Melanie, like you're getting from like Home Depot being open. You yeah, know? right. There there are revenue streams for the quote unquote essential businesses. While school is essential, the fact that it's not a business, I think, is being held against it. Well, from I think, their eyes, yes, there is a revenue stream into the politicians' pockets
1: right. from education. Oh, and right. that's <laughs> that's winning the day.
2: Uh, oh, because the union,
0: right? Yes, right, 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 right,
1: exactly. They they are owned by the unions.
0: Here's a text from somebody who says they are a teacher in Texas. I can't confirm any of these texts. Always, so you know, nobody would lie to us via text. <laughs> uh, we were told in Texas that if we refuse to work, we'll be fired. Uh, when they were talking about opening up, just moved huh. to California, and I can confirm that my teacher friends in California did not receive the same message. Um, I don't know if I want people fired. I think but we need what are they reasonable
1: doing? carve-outs for the old and
0: vulnerable. But what are they doing at the grocery stores and the Home Depots? My, you my, my, if you If you think it's too dangerous to be there. Because they're open. And you work there. And they're telling you you are open. Be at work Monday at 8. hmm What are they? I, don't, I still they don't know. They need what a
1: giant, powerful union.
0: Mm. That um, will
1: get them full pay, though they do not work.
0: And then we're getting a, a bunch of texts, and Joe's got a bunch of emails on people who are doing the underground uh, business thing because at some point you got to make money and you got clients out there that want to get their hair cut or whatever it is that they want. Yeah. There is hardly
1: a service uh, that we haven't gotten an example of how folks are getting around the regulations and, and making a living, often with cash. And we we featured an email from Anonymous yesterday, which was brilliantly crafted and so interesting. Um, this, uh, this person w- has been a, an observer of France and I got the idea had lived in France, um, for a long time and witnessed the same phenomenon where either government regulations become so dense, mostly at the behest of, of unions and lefty politicians in France or taxation becomes so high because France spends the highest amount on social programs of any country in Europe, um, the taxation becomes so high, there's enough incentive to go around the law, but and people that, no longer pay their taxes.
0: I get that, but doesn't it become a self-perpetuating problem that then you need to either keep or raise, keep taxes higher or raise them even higher because so few people are paying them? Well, sure, <laughs> Everybody yeah. else is getting them around them, so it just keeps building. Right, exactly,
1: yeah, and people are incentivized, to, are incentivized to, uh, to break the law, and we're seeing more and more of that in the U.S. right now. As people are trying to explain to the ultra often ultra rich uh, politicians, uh, I happen to live in Cal Unicornia, so I'll, I'll cite the governor, Gavin Newsom, in this. There's actually some great reporting in Cal Matters, which is a serious website about how the super rich uh, Gavin Newsom is part of an extended super rich family, which includes uh, Jerry Brown, Nancy Pelosi, and, and the Gettys. No relation. Uh, But the super rich oil company that finances so much, uh, you know, in in Los Angeles in particular, but um, they don't give a damn about you and your your stupid living and your stupid mortgage and your stupid kids. They They just want you to stay home because they'll be blamed if the vid spreads. Never mind the fact that you're smart, you're capable, you'll figure out how to keep yourself and your customers safe. They can't chance that. So they're just going to crush your living. Boy, uh, be you know, aware,
0: a- beware uh, creating a culture that didn't exist before of a uh, black market. It's like we got this person here. I live in, I'm not going to say where, I've been going to my hairdresser's house for cash hair- haircuts since the end of March. Been there three times. Mm-hmm. Um, why are they going to go pay rental at a building and pay taxes if they can do this? The IRS the isn't going
1: to audit every hair clipper in America. All right. No way. No way. Yeah, they're creating a culture of lawlessness. Speaking of Gavin Newsom, there's another story that's been pretty well reported about how his incredibly expensive house that he's now selling was gifted to him by a family member. And it is almost certainly an illegal political contribution, which he's been busted for before by hiding various real estate maneuvers as income. And it's millions of dollars. I uh you know I'm not going to bore you with the whole thing maybe we'll we'll hit it in a little while but it's absolutely the sort of thing that could get you in the cell next to one of the many governors of Illinois who've ended up in the who's Cow. I mean Gavin absolutely could be wearing the orange jumpsuit based on this stuff wow but there's there's a you know the current economic climate plus the, the the whole internet new media thing is it, it's so devastated traditional uh, news outlets that they're not reporting on stuff like they used to particularly they're not reporting on progressive politicians and so there's uh, there's so much that's being gotten away with right now um, and it's 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 terrible. Um the the death of the American newspaper I think could be a terrible blow for this country. I hope no, we find obviously. I hope we find a way to to adjust and 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 come up with alternatives and the rest of it. But man, it's scary because what he's been accused of and and it's very well laid out is just egregious and clearly lawless, but I don't know. Nobody seems to care about it. Oh, hey, one more note on the website armstrongandgetty.com and uh this sounds like it's begging, but it's not. We ha- we have a great team here and uh, uh, a lot of media has just been devastated during the COVID thing. We're doing okay, actually, but uh, it's, it's we're taking it in the pants pretty bad. <laughs> um, so armstrongandgetty.com, pick up some A&G swag. T-shirt uh, helps pay the fellas. It's like uh, it's like your favorite band, don't buy music, buy merch. Because nobody's, nobody's buying music these days. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening, whoever you are, wherever you are. And we hope you're not broke, because the, your local government officials have told you you can't make a living.
0: Washington Examiner is reporting 100 police agencies have withdrawn from agreements to send rank-and-file officers to provide security at the Democratic National Convention.
1: Yeah, I saw that story. Hmm, that's interesting. What, what, yeah, they said you're, you're, you're undermining peace officers all over the country. We're
0: not going to do security for you. I just saw this headline. Seth Meyers and Jimmy Fallon roast Trump for banning TikTok. Is he the president or the preacher from Footloose, (laughs) which I find pretty funny, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) trying to end fun? Of course, that's not what it's about. It's because TikTok is an evil Chinese company. That is uh, the most invasive app you've ever downloaded on your phone ever. Now, come on, China. I saw a TikTok video just
1: yesterday, Jack. It was a, a young woman, probably 20 something tearfully explaining how my dad just got beat up in the parking lot because he's got a Joe Biden sticker on his car. If he doesn't take it off, I'll do it again, she says.
0: Hilarious.
1: Oh, no, partisan madness.
0: And <laughs> even though 54% of people say Biden's VP choice will have no impact on how they vote, the majority of people say it'll have zero impact. <laughs> what? <laughs> it, I think that, that's awesome. So why all the coverage? Anyway, uh, Mayor Eric Garcetti, mayor of Los Angeles. Was on Morning Joe today. Overeducated
1: he, halfwit.
0: He's involved in Biden's VP selection committee. And he said uh, of the potential picks, all of them have passed the vet. And now it's the next week, week and a half. Mr. Biden can spend some time with him. OK, so now it's the next week, week and a half. Seems like it's got extended even a little longer. Wow, you're right. Yeah. So it's good. Now's the
1: chemistry test. It's not. Does he get along with him? Because he's looking for a simpatico thing.
0: It's not late by historical standards. I mean, there's there's no weirdness going on there. This is around the time people generally pick. That's not a big deal. It's just that he said it was going to be, you know, a couple weeks ago. Then last week. Then this weekend. Then this week. And now it's now another week or week and a half. I just I just wonder what's going on there. Joe, hey, wait, you're you're running for president. What? President President. or what? (laughs) That's not fair. Uh, the only reason I'm
1: interested in the whole who he's going to pick thing is it's not Trump and it's not COVID. I mean, you you listen to the news, talk radio, whatever. It's Trump, yay! Trump, boo! COVID, Trump, boo! Trump, yay! COVID, just <laughs> over and over and over again. It's Trump, making yay, me insane. Trump,
0: boo! COVID. Yeah, that's got to be a rap song you put together. <laughs> Trump, yay! Trump, boo! COVID.
1: You know, if I did a rap song, it would have mad flow.
0: Well, that that goes without saying.
1: I would not be the square white guy rapping. Hmm. I would probably have positive Sean, uh, you know, turn me on to who I ought to be listening to.
0: Don't all squ- square white rap songs that the, the people who made them think that they're not square white white rap songs? Yeah, but I'm more self aware than they are. Oh, okay,
1: and, and arguably a musician, so arguably you ought to be able to craft something, you know, non horrible.
0: I don't want to do another thing serious, but I feel like we ought to pay this off cuz it got a fair amount of attention. Remember when there were two lynchings in Southern California? <laughs> two did, men did, found hanging, black did, men. Did you and did you ever hear how those stories ended? Well, they're now both over and they weren't lynchings. Uh definitely ought to pay that off because it's one of those it's like when there's a fake racism um uh well there's Supposed racism—it turns out to be fake. You never mm-hmm. hear the—you never hear the ending of the right, story. Right, oh, It just does all the damage um, in the initial reporting.
1: Right. Another great overblown news story. How it actually turned out—not uh, not BLM related, but you'll find it interesting. I have that for you too.
0: Cool. all on the way.
1: The Armstrong
0: and Getty Show. Uh, We'll pay off a story that was making the rounds shortly after, um, around the time of the, 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 the most racial unrest, the rioting and whatnot, got a fair amount of attention, and now we know how that story ends. So we'll have that for you in just a moment. Um, uh, A colleague in the radio business died yesterday, we wanted to mention, because Joe and I were both fans. Ralph Barbieri, who was on KNBR Radio in San Francisco for decades, and one of the best sports broadcaster talk show hosts I've ever heard in my life. The Razor. Loved him. uh, Died yesterday. We just want to mention that, because we're in the same biz, and he was really good. Yeah, he was just, oh, he was so natural. Uh, He was... He's one of those guys, and
1: just as as guys in the business, you'd hear him and say, oh, my gosh, it can be this good. Uh, he's just absolutely wonderful. A quirky guy, from what I understand, but, you know, who among us isn't? But a terrific career and just a, a wonderful broadcaster.
0: People that are good at this are so enjoyable to listen to. And people that aren't good at this are so painful to listen to.
1: <laughs> so true.
0: Where I am on the scale, I try not to ever think about it. No,
2: don't even bring it up. <laughs>
0: Because <laughs> people tell us. Yeah, I'm not asking for your opinion. Um, so
1: I got a lighthearted one for after. I, okay. I see Jack sighing and taking a deep breath. He can barely bring himself to get into it.
0: Yeah, I can. not So, And I remember at the time saying, come on, let's calm down here a little bit before we get all crazy about this story. It was when two black men were found dead hanging in Southern California, 50 miles apart you know, within a couple of days of each other. And it was at the height of the, you know, uh, the the racial unrest where where everything was just so tense and everything like that.
1: And the media was desperately trying to get clicks out of racial
0: stuff. And the media loved... Some people were claiming the KKK was active in Southern California, and this is an example of, you know, the white supremacists are fighting back, and, and, you know, clearly a couple of black men had been lynched in Southern California. These are not... the I would have been skeptical if it had been anywhere in the United States, but these were not areas where this sort of thing is likely to happen.
1: Have you ever been to L.A.? Not exactly a hotbed of Klan activity.
0: Now, the first guy, poor guy, last name Harsh, um, they were able to show his family a security video, which actually showed him committing suicide. Oh, so that put that one to rest. By the oh way, oh my gosh! By the way, that was the first time I'd heard that. Yesterday, when I read it in the Wall Street Journal. So the follow-up to these stories, when it turns out it's not white supremacists on the run and KKK is feeling emboldened by Trump and whatever other narrative you're going with, when it turns out that's not true, right. that story doesn't get very much attention. So this one they settled very quickly. The other guy, the other one was still uh, still out there. And uh, over the weekend, the Fuller family uh, made a statement that uh, we agree with the sheriff's department. We now have enough evidence to believe that, that our... Uh, that our loved one actually killed himself. And it's because evidence came forth that he had been having hallucinations, he'd been getting mental help, he'd been having suicidal thoughts, he'd tried to set himself on fire fairly recently. Oh my gosh. His debit card showed that he actually bought the rope that he hung himself with, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So both of these were two uh, people that unfortunately killed themselves. What? Is the media gonna follow up on that and say, you know, maybe we shouldn't go around claiming white supremacists are lynching black men until we know that's the case? No. Nobody's gonna say that.
1: What do you suppose the ratio was of the original reporting of the story? And I'm I'm just talking about the overwrought, sensationalistic, horrifying reporting. What's the ratio of that to reporting on the truth now that it's known? Is it a thousand to one, ten thousand to one, hundred thousand to one? Might be in terms of uh, energy and, and words devoted to the right. two stories. It could well be. And uh, on a similar note, the COVID is a terrible disease and it's scary and 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 you don't want it. And is particularly if you're you're vulnerable. Uh, and we never underplay it around here. But nor do we try to scare the hell out of you. And the stories about the uh, Florida Marlins. How 13, 17, 19 players, whatever, and staffers, whatever, turned out to have tested positive. An outbreak in the Marlins. The Marlins with the terror. When will we crack down? On and on and on. I finally heard the manager interviewed yesterday. Don Mattingly? Yeah. Hall of Famer. He said, how are you guys? He said, oh, they're all fine. Oh, do we have that?
0: Our players that have have had this have had been pretty mild symptoms maybe for a day and then pop out of it. Other guys have been asymptomatic. So it hasn't really like been a dangerous thing. But we also know in this country,
1: it it can be a very dangerous thing. There's kind of an auto-tune the news yeah, thing going on there. Kind of first, a share like, kind of
0: Britney Spears thing happened there in the middle. <laughs> that was weird. Um,
1: <laughs> so listen, every time we hear there have been an increase in cases or an outbreak on a
0: sports team, our question is always, so what? Yeah,
1: Not dismissively, so
0: what else? Well, especially if it's young, healthy people. It's almost certainly a nothing. Right. Like it was with them. How about all those college football players we heard about? They're fine. All of them are fine. Well, they got to p- quit presenting headlines like this and acting like, boom, gotcha. This headline yesterday, pastor who urged people not to cower in fear, test positive for coronavirus. And what? So he was wrong automatically? No. How's he doing? No. If he's fine and he seems to be then he was saying, there's no reason to cower in fear. Let's live our lives. Let's have church. It, this isn't you know, going to bother that many of us.
1: And if he does get very sick and says, listen, I, my duty is to serve the Lord. If this is how I go, this is how I go. And he's also probably of the Armstrong and Getty mentality that there's no dodge in this thing. we got to protect the vulnerable, the old, etc. But it's going to go around. It's going to make the rounds. Uh, and, and we can't pay any cost in every cost. To avoid the thing. We'll, we'll we'll kill ourselves to avoid being killed. Doesn't make sense.
0: Our text line is four one five two nine five 295 kftc Armstrong and Getty.